Hey everyone, welcome back to Pure Skin Talk. Um, thanks for waiting just one day for the podcast episode this week. Um, I appreciate it. Summertime gets a little busy for me because my nieces and nephews, I'm always with them and, um, you know, family's important. And then my um, nephews and my niece from Utah are with us for the summer. So, um, I mean, I have to soak up as much time with them as possible. So, um, you know, the episode might come out a day later um, each week, but we'll see. I shoot for Mondays. So anyways, um, I hope you guys all had a great weekend. Um, just a few things to uh, get through first. Um, you can join the Facebook group, Pure Skin Talk. You can ask me questions there and it's just kind of a central place for everybody to go um, if you have questions or you can see what other people have asked me and, and whatnot. Um, you can visit my website at psblounge.com. Um, if you're local, you can see all my services that I offer. Um, and then you can also, um, if you're not local, you can see my uh, online shop. And then also, if you're interested in having me um, help you with your skin and your skincare routine, then um, I do have skincare coaching plans. Um, and that's in the shop under the category skincare coaching. And there's four different plans to choose from. Um, the first one is only $20 and that gets you a full um, routine of samples so you can try everything. Um, I never encourage people to buy until they've actually tried out the products because I think that's important so you can figure out how things work for your skin. Um, and then also follow me on social media at Pure Skin and Body Lounge. That's on um, uh, Instagram, Facebook. I think I'm on Twitter. <laughs> Sorry, I don't really do Twitter. I just kind of post from Instagram to Twitter and then Facebook to Twitter. So whatever happens there, um, it's all Twitter's still confusing to me, but anyway, so Instagram and Facebook are always, those are the two main ones. Um, but you can always ask me questions there. Um, and then you, I try to post, um, tips and tricks to, you know, for your skin throughout the week. So, um, if the podcast episode is not enough for you, then you have another way to get more information. Um, and then please share this podcast with your friends and family. I would really appreciate it. And then don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Um, each one really helps the podcast. It gets it out there. Um, I've noticed in the last couple of weeks, I've definitely got um, more listeners. So for all of you that are new, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening and taking the time to do so. I always appreciate it. Um, and yeah, so sh share it with your friends and family so they can learn too. I mean, it's free, so why not? Um, okay, so today we're going to talk about waxing um, and then I'm going to throw in threading and laser hair removal too. Um, I haven't discussed this yet, so I thought I would... Um, just give you my thoughts on all of it. So with waxing, um, you know, if keeping a continuous long-term relationship with waxing will give you the smooth results that we want, right? Um, during the winter months, a lot of people will stop waxing because they're like, well, I'm not showing my legs or whatever their, their reason is. Um, obviously this is more about for like body treatments, but you know, people might slow down their, their waxing, um, because they're not showing things off as much, but it's really important to keep up with your waxing, um, because your body hair grows in three separate stages. So with regular waxing, it encourages the hair growth to continue growing in at the same time, giving you the best results of longer lasting, smooth skin. So for those of you that say like started waxing your legs, you'll notice that like 
you'll have patches of smooth as it starts to grow and you'll have patches of smooth and you'll have patches of like hair grows in a little sooner than you expected. Eventually it all gets on the same schedule and grows in at the same time. It does take a little bit of time, but it's worth it in the end, I promise. Um, and then with each waxing, the root can start to weaken um, and then the hair can grow back finer and lighter in texture, um, almost patchy. This isn't something that's gonna happen in a year. Most time waxing um, for the, for the, it's almost like the hair gives up, the root gives up. It's like, fine, if you're not gonna let me grow, then it just kind of stops growing at all. But it takes time. I mean, years usually but it's worth it. So the earlier you start waxing, the less you'll have to deal with it later in life. Um, I remember growing up, my mom used to always use like a, an epilady and it was where it would kind of, it was like this thing. She, she used to sit on her floor in her bedroom and um, watch her soap operas and <laughs> use this. And it would like pull the hair out. So it'd be like tweezing your hair individually, but like this thing would pull it out at the root. And it always looked so unbelievably painful, but she's like, start doing it now. You'll be happy you did. But it was too painful for, I was little. I didn't want to go through that. And I was pretty hairy. So um, no, thank you. Of course, now I'm like, I wish I had, but it was going to hurt. And what kid's going to go through that? Anyway, so the earlier start, the better. Um, I don't think waxing, waxing hurts. I mean, you're pulling hair out, but um, I don't think it's as bad as that little tool my mom was using. Um, anyways, uh, exfoliating the day before your appointment will help give you a better wax because the dry skin is gone. So the hair is actually easier to remove. Nothing gets in the way. Um, it can also help um, with ingrown hairs. So definitely wax. This is not for face. If you're going to exfoliate, I would do that for anything lower than the face, underarms, arms, legs, bikini, all of that. Um, and don't use like an acid to exfoliate because some scrubs have um, different ingredients in there. So you just want to use something gentle that's just going to take the dry skin off. You don't want any kind of a chemical exfoliation. You just want a physical one. Um, okay, so the pros to waxing. No more hair. I mean, that's great. Um, it lasts longer than shaving. Um, so in the summertime when you are going out, um, you know, in your bathing suit all the time or just wearing shorts or dresses or whatever, um, it's going to last longer. And when the hair grows back, it comes in soft because you are pulling out the entire hair follicle rather than when you shave, you're just cutting the hair off at the skin level. And that's why it grows back spiky for lack of a better word, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, and waxing is also a form of, of exfoliation. So it does, you know, keep the skin smooth for, because you're also exfoliating it. Um, some cons of waxing. If you use any retinol product or any like acne medication, um, you have to stop at least a week before your waxing. Um, there's so many different, so I say retinol and acne medication, there's so many out there. Tretinoin is one, Differin can be one. Um, all of that can, you know, um, make you, uh, what would happen is that the skin would get stripped if you were to use that product. So you want to stop that a week before your waxing, um, you know, which can be annoying. Uh, and I should mention this is specifically for the face. Um, so if you're using a retinol product and say you have to get waxed every two weeks, which is what I had to do, that was my schedule, then you're only using the retinol product two weeks of a month. So it just kind of gets um, annoying to have to stop if that is um, something you have to deal with. Um, once I had this brow client, client 
every once in a while I would strip her skin when I waxed her brows and I was like I d- it didn't make any sense because I always went through everything and asked all the right questions and um, we couldn't figure out what was happening especially because it didn't happen every time well it turns out that she was applying a retin-a around her mouth only and assumed that since she wasn't applying it on her brow area then that it shouldn't be a problem but it is Okay, so even if you're just doing something on the lower face, you're waxing your brows, that can still strip the skin. So you have to be really careful and stop it about a week before your um, appointment. Um, Nothing can be applied to the skin if you're getting waxed anywhere, okay? Um, And even though I kept asking if she was using anything, she still kept saying no. So be aware and be careful. Um, be specific if you are an esthetician then be specific and make sure they're not using anything on their face so you don't strip their skin and what I mean when I say strip the skin like literally like it's like you cut the skin like it gets really red and it gets really tender you've taken a layer off and it doesn't feel great and then it has to heal and usually it heals up like a scab so then you know you have this like brown thing underneath your eyebrows or on top or whatever it happened it usually happens underneath because that um, area is thinner but um so yeah you don't you don't you just want to avoid it as much as possible um it can also happen if the wax is too hot um but it has to be pretty hot um if you have sensitive skin then you could be more susceptible to it um but it's it's you know it can be a little warm but you just don't want anything scalding on your face so always tell somebody if if the esthetician if she doesn't realize that the wax is too hot then say something um it's better to say something and fix the problem before it gets worse um so never be afraid to speak up I know as an esthetician I don't mind when my clients speak up you know sometimes I'll put a mask on somebody's skin they'll be like oh my gosh that was cold and I always feel bad but um you know sometimes we just get in our heads of what we're doing and we're not sometimes we just miss things it's gonna happen so speak up Um, another waxing con is some people react to it. Um, this was me. I used to get waxed every two weeks and I would always get these tiny little pimples that lasted a few days. I figured it was just something I was going to have to live with. Um, because I did, I mean, I started waxing my brows. I think I was like, I don't know, 14 or 15 and I didn't become an esthetician until my early thirties. So, um, it was, I mean, I, and I got waxed, waxed every two weeks. So, um, but once I became an esthetician and figured out how to properly hydrate my super dry, sensitive skin, those pimples stopped happening. That was a result of just fixing my skin. I wasn't trying to stop the pimples. I was trying to fix my skin. And in doing so, I stopped the pimples. Um, And sometimes I I will wax like in between clients, you know, if I have like 15 minutes, then I can hurry up and wax and I'll do, you know, right before the next client comes in and they have no idea. Like I barely even get red. Um, It's pretty awesome now. Um, The more hydrated my skin is, the better it reacts to waxing. Um, And this is what I have um, told my clients. Um, And this is the reason I love to wax my clients right after a facial their skin is very hydrated. Obviously, this doesn't work if we're going to be doing something more intense, but a regular facial can handle post-waxing. And this is in my treatment room. Other estheticians might do it differently, and that's okay. Um, I also love the mixture I use to clean up after waxing and what I use to soothe the skin. So all of that 
matters. Um, there's so many different types of waxes out there. Um, there's different things that people use to clean up. There's different things that people use to soothe the skin. So, um, you know, maybe you just have to try a different esthetician if you feel like it's not working for you or whatever the issue is. Other estheticians use different things. So, um, you know, like I said, if one doesn't work for you, then try something else. Um, if your skin is properly hydrated and you're still reacting, try using a 1% hydrocortisone to help calm the skin. That will help get rid of the redness and um, even the pimples. Because they're not, they are, they're pimples, but not really pimples. It's more just like your skin reacting. Um, so it's not like you need something on there to kill the bacteria. You need something to help calm the skin that usually will get rid of the pimples for you. Um, when you're looking for a professional to wax you, ask your friends, um, you know, who they go to, if they like them, whatever the story is. Um, if you're looking for someone specifically for your brows, find someone who has brows that you like. That's a usually a good indication of how your bra brows might turn out. All my clients want fuller shaped brows and that is what I have. If you're looking for thinner brows, which I hope you're not, but you know, sometimes it's not always what the esthetician has because we have what we have as far as our brows go. But if you can tell that they are waxing too much or you don't really like the shape or, you know, whatever it is, then find somebody else. Um, uh, and then, yeah, talking to your friends is always a great way to find somebody who does good brows. Threading is another alternative if a waxing just doesn't work for you. Um, I think it hurts more, but some swear by it. Um, you can still get irritated, but I think less people do. Um, again, if you do, you can use the 1% hydrocortisone to calm the skin. When I was in esthetician school, we actually had somebody who um, taught us threading. It's not part of the curriculum, but it was just something extra that we got to learn. So we're kind of practicing on each other and I don't let anybody touch my brows. So they did my upper lip and I completely reacted. This was also before I, f I fixed my skin. So I don't know what would happen now, but I reacted. I mean, it looked like I had some kind of disease on my upper lip. It was really bad, worse than it ever happened than when I got waxed. So I don't know why my skin didn't like it, but it did not. Um, I am the exception. Most people I have found through my experience are fine with threading. Um, they don't really get irritated. Um, but if you do go with threading, make sure you find someone who knows what they're doing. Threading your brows can be tricky because it's usually done pretty quickly and you don't want somebody who doesn't know what they're doing because they're gonna mess up your brows. It's just a very delicate area to get threaded. So just make sure you going to somebody who really knows what they what they're doing uh, maybe they'll have before and after pictures I don't know but um don't go to somebody you know just because don't you know go to an esthetician who's like oh by the way I just learned threading like I don't know maybe not go to that person unless you happen to see pictures and you know they're really good but anyways be careful um so a lot of these tips that I've mentioned are um more about waxing your face. Um, that's what I do mostly. I have a few clients that I wax other areas, but I'm not taking new clients for legs and bikini areas simply because it's not what I love to do. Um, laser hair removal. That's something else I want to talk about. Um, quite honestly, this one's my favorite. I did my underarms, bikini, and lower legs. When I did it, I purchased a package of five, um, and that wasn't enough to completely get rid of the hair, but it made a big enough difference that I don't care. Um, I did this many years ago. Um, one day I might 
do it again. Um, but I will say for my underarms, um, I only have about two or three hairs left on each. Um, so it's just not that big of a deal to, I wouldn't get that lasered again. Um, but what I love for my underarms, I don't get that five o'clock shadow anymore. Ladies, you know what I'm talking about, where you can see all the dark follicles. Um, and the skin doesn't get irritated when I have to shave every day in the summer. So um, totally absolutely recommend this. Um, it's the best money I've, I've spent. Um, I don't have to shave wax my legs or bikini area as often. Um, I definitely have more hair there, but just not as much as I did, like significantly less than I did. Um, and I always recommend hair, laser hair remove, excuse me, laser hair removal, even if it might take away from my business. I do. I just want what's best for my clients. And quite honestly, laser is just easier. It's a little painful, but who cares? Um, okay, so those are all my tips for waxing, threading, laser hair. Um, I hope that helps you guys. Uh, let me know if you have any questions about anything. I'll be happy to help you. Um, and as I said before, um, join the Facebook group, Pure Skin Talk. Check out my website at psblounge.com. Um, and follow me on social media at Pure Skin and Body Lounge. Body Lounge. Sorry, I'm fumbling my words a bit. And then um, go ahead and share the podcast with friends and family. I'd appreciate it. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you. Have a great week. Bye.